Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the war room. We got Tez, Kim, Jimmy, PJ, B. Austin, the hot block commander. How you wanna end up one or two hour show to keep the brain running with the premise of talk sports on a national level? Both with the topics, sort of like the rubber when it's game time, they like the fad five doing prime time. Sports conglomerates speak their minds a little bit. For sports medicine and sports veterans and great. The four for twenty six, so the war ain't can wait. It's the war room with five nights at the round table, five silly guys diversified and educated. Yo, what's good, War Room family? You are once again live in the War Room, brought to you by War Room Sports on the War Room Sports Podcast Network. I'm one of your hosts. I'm Jimmy the Blueprint, and I'm at the round table with my brother B. Austin. Uh, Dev's not with us this evening. He's out on the West, West Coast, um, you know, doing community service, saving the babies, um, you know, and uh, taking in some sports out there in the West Coast. Yo, Rob, preemptively take care of Dev. Lone wolf <laughs> Why <shooters>. out there? <laughs> Yo, Dev, be safe out there, bro. Uh, the sports world has spent much of the past week discussing all kinds of craziness right now, man. But the the main two things. Well, before I get with the, before I before I even get into that, be Austin. Here's what I got to make sure everybody knows. Listen. Keep it locked in right here for the next two hours. If you want to get on the conversation, you can sign in right now in the JW Philly Realty chat room. That's at blogtalkradio.com slash the war room. Or you can join us on Facebook, Twitter. That's at War Room Sports. You can hit us up on any social media platform. You can also call in directly in about five minutes. We're going to open up the Digital Extreme Technologies hotline. That number is 323-410-0012. Listen, um, we got to tell you to check out everything on the War Room Sports Podcast Network. You can get that right in our mobile app, or you can go to warmsports.com and get that. Remember, you can always check out our show. You can check it out on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spreaker, Blog Talk, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Anchor, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio. Listen, man, anywhere you get your podcast, you can hear the War Room, but you can also check out our network. Shout out to everybody on our network. Shout out to Warrior and Chris and the Broad Street Line. Shout out to Letitia and the Tate Fellas. Shout out to everybody, man. What I was saying is, man, a lot has been going on this past week, man. Like you just mentioned, man, mass shootings, uh, rest in power to the god, Tony Morrison. What's up, B. Austin? What's going on in the world today, man? Yo, let's start the show off this way, man. We all know, you know, LeBron and I, we ain't, we ain't always seen eye to eye because the Bull don't like to really compete. He likes to team up. But I, I really respect how he's going about creating a wave of black businessmen that do their thing in the National Basketball Association. They're spreading their wings into other sports. With all that being said, yo, free rich Paul, man. NCAA, you, you're, yo, yo, you're hold on. the go, first. No, 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 no. Hold on. We're going to get into that. We're going to get into that, man. That's our main topic this season. We definitely will talk about that. Don't bring that right, up. you right I want to know what, Rick I want to know what's going on with these mass shootings first, man. I want to get I want to get your opinion on what's popping with these mass shootings, though, man. Um, listen, man, I, I, I'm gonna keep this brief and succinct. The reality is, as I've always said, the dominant culture, the dominant culture of the United States of America is white supremacy. That's the dominant culture. Ring my bell, brother. It's the dominant culture. 
<laughs> there's some things that have shaken the foundations of that. Not to say it's going anywhere because I believe it's poison to the core and it will remain such. But the response is Donald Trump and more importantly, those he represents and those he empowers. And this is nothing more than a response to what they feel has shaken that foundation, man. It's a response. And we're going to continue to see more lone wolf shooters and, and, and pay close attention to what ident- social, cultural, and ethnic identities they come from and identify with. Careful with that last piece. I said identify with. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, also, I just want to say, man, rest in power to the late, great Tony Morrison, man. You know, um, such a legend. Um, beautiful sister, man. Rest in power. Um, she will never be forgotten. So, you know, just want to say that because she did a transition this past week. So she's now an ancestor. You dig? But, um, man, listen, um, don't want to start with mass shootings and Tony Morrison, man. So we got to move on and get into some of these hot topics. And these hot topics, man, listen, let's talk about how much cash you can make sports betting at my bookie. Listen, MLB action goes down nightly. So if you still haven't checked out my bookie, what are you waiting for? What the hell are you waiting for? Anyway, um, lay down some cash from the biggest games in sports. Join the war room and thousands of other online players placing bets at mybookie.ag. You're tired of getting a runaround from other services when it's time for a payout. That's why we urge you to join my bookie. You win, they pay fast, and without any hassles at all. You're wasting your time sports betting anywhere else. They even have in-game live betting so you can place wagers after the game starts. Sounds crazy, but it's true. Join now, and MyBookie will match your first deposit up to $1,000. Just use the promo code WARROOM to activate this offer. Visit MyBookie.ag today. Play, win, and get your scratch. Listen, man, um, first story I want to talk about is uh, your man, Javante Davis. Uh, you know, fresh off an impressive win, he calls out um, Lomachenko. And I don't know if he's ready for this or not. I don't know your opinion on it, but uh, what do you think about him um, – you know, calling out cats now. He's, he's feeling himself or no? Definitely feeling himself. Uh, salute to the brother for trying to climb mountains and not ducking other fighters or, you know, checking their blood content and figuring out at what age they're going to fall off the cliff before they uh, take the fight. Or Just salute to a guy that's not ducking and dodging and scared to take it off because he knows scared money don't make money. Uh, I guess that would be a lie considering that Floyd made all that money. I was about to say, you sure of that? Yeah, <laughs> salute to him. I, I, I like I like his attitude, even though I think he's going to get knocked the F out. Yo, I, I love it, man. Go prove me wrong, brother. Yeah, I mean, my thing is, you know, he always seems to uh, look for the knockout, right? And when, one thing we know about um, – um, I hate pronouncing his brother's name because I'm going to butcher Lomachenko – is that he's a technician, um, impressive fighter, hell of a fighter, but he's a technician. And that kind of scares me. You know they say styles make fights. That scares me for him. I shouldn't say scares me because I ain't got to get in the ring with him. But um, at the end of the day, man, the one thing I do know is the, the, the greatest thing about uh, boxers is they have to sell fights. That's the bottom line, and he's been uh, on on the media 
all over the place. I see him doing interviews, and he's out here. He's out here grinding, man. So I can't knock somebody for grinding because at the end of the day, you're supposed to think you can beat everybody. If you don't think you can beat everybody, then why are you doing it? You know, what is your purpose? You dig? So, salute Yo, to him. I don't know if he really want to. Um, he just said is my entire response to people that have a problem with guys that are too, quote, unquote, too cocky. And, and, and you know what? I'm not going to be a hypocrite. I've been guilty of that. There are guys that get so confident they get on my nerves. But, yo, what do we expect these dudes to say and feel about their abilities in a professional environment where they've trained all their lives to, to, to go do work? Like, I'm not mad at, at somebody that's confident, man. You can't be mad at that. Yeah, especially um, in, a, in a sport such as that, right? It's a combat sport. You're supposed to feel invincible. You're supposed to feel like, you know, that you can beat anyone. You know what I mean? Like, I, 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 that's why I always mm-hmm. say, oh, man, he's, you know, so, I mean, salute to him, man, you know, for for, for keeping that energy. Do I think he could beat him? I don't know, dog. But at the same time, I'm not mad at him for thinking so. He's supposed to say that. Yo, now, I'm, another I'm, question I'm, I got to get to you. Yes. Is your man, your man Zeke. Zeke says he's not playing for Dallas without a new deal. What do you think this whole situation is? How is it going to play out with Zeke in, in Dallas? Um, Neither seems to be one well, to budge, but Zeke said he's not playing, so... Let's go. Let's go deeper than the surface. Uh, we can come back to the surface okay. and, and have some fun, but let's really get into this, brother. Zeke's beef, Zeke's true beef, and 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 by doing this holdout, I think he is getting some good some good advice. Zeke's beef is with the collective bargaining agreement. Um, okay. It used to be when you got drafted, you would be able to in the first round be paid based on your potential. You could get a Phillip Rivers. Mm-hmm. You could get a Demarcus Russell. And by those names, I'm not really talking about where their career careers ended up, but the size of their contracts, their rookie contracts. All that went away on this collective bargaining agreement. Now, for wideouts, for other skill position players, that's okay. Because if you're going to be a tenured successful player in the league, you're likely going to be able to get two contracts, three. If you're a successful quarterback, you might work on four, like four legit contracts, wide receivers, three. An NFL running back has one chance and one chance alone under the current collective bargaining agreement to get paid, and that is coming off his first rookie deal. And, and and really not even coming off of it, but performing well the first two seasons, three seasons, he's got to be prepared to do exactly what Zeke is doing if the consensus is that he's outperformed, quote-unquote, outperformed that rookie deal. Because there is no opportunity for Zeke to get paid twice. It just isn't going to happen. You can be the very best at your at your game and, and, and what I mean by that is follow the structure and term of the contracts. You're gonna get a four year deal deal with a fifth year option, right? So you come in, you're playing under your rookie deal, you go four years, the team 
not you typically. The team has that fifth-year option. So they option you out. They take you on that fifth year. Now you're five years in. Then you've got the franchise tag. They can tag you up to twice, I think it is, Jimmy. They can tag you twice, I believe. Yeah, yeah, that's accurate. Yeah, it's twice. It's twice. It's twice. So now five years in, seven years in, you came in at 21, 22 years old. This is this is not a reality, but this is a a a, a plausible scenario. You go five years. They take pick up your option. They tag you twice. You're on year seven. By now, you're 28 or 29 years old. You've never gotten that second deal. Ain't nobody going to pay a 29-year-old running back. And they damn sure ain't paying a 30-year-old running back, no matter how good well, you are. Because between 31 and so 33. In your opinion, this is his mom's spaghetti moment. Like, this is – you only get one shot. Mom, spaghetti. You only get one shot, and he has to take it. And he knows and realizes that it's only really him, Saquon Barkley. Maybe you consider Le'Veon Bell in there, um, and 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 Todd Gurley if he's if he's not facing arthritic knees. That's it. So Zeke is at the pinnacle. He is the Don Dada. You got to go get that money, man. It's not even about the Cowboys as much as it is about Zeke being the best of the best at his position and the collective bargaining agreement that precludes someone from being paid solely on potential, just walking into the league collecting a huge bag. So I, I feel like he's got to do this. Now, the Cowboys' counter to that is, yo, A, you're a running back. B, you don't keep your hands to yourself. You pull women's tops down, you squeeze butts, you take it when you want to take it, and – that's what we're 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 up against. We don't want to give you that big bread, but the counter to that argument is Cowboys, Jerry, Stephen Jones. You went to Ohio State. You interviewed everybody, including people off the team. You knew who and what I was before you drafted me as high as you did with the fourth overall. You know what it is. Pay that man his money. You have to. You have to. Yeah, so, so it's, that's it's the definitely reality. interesting to see. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out um, because I don't think they can – they can't win without him. I mean, that's just my – Jimmy, in this, in this scenario hey, – you're damn sure straight with that. In this scenario, it wouldn't matter. Any of the 32 teams, had Zeke done what he did production-wise, it doesn't matter. It could be my birds. It could be my beloved Eagles. Yo, Zeke, you got to do this. You have to because you got one shot yeah. at the title, but, you know, the funny thing is, like, so the other argument on the other side of that is how devalued running backs are in the league. And you said that he's amongst the elite, and you called him the Dandada. So you, he may not be, you know, he may not fit into what I'm getting ready to say, but the fact of the matter is mm-hmm. the way the NFL treats running backs these days is they are a dime a dozen. So I don't know whether we'll see a running back with, like, with a, a, you know, a, a, a significant – I shouldn't say that because all contracts in the NFL are significant, but – I don't know if we'll see that guy anymore. Um, the game has just changed so much that everything is running back by committee. Um, mm-hmm. And a lot of teams feel like they can bring in rookies and get the same production that they would for someone that they pay X amount of dollars. That's very true. That, that's, that's, very, that's very true. Three, three things in, in, 
three pieces of information to look at. The first is the, I would say, everything you're saying applies to 96. Whoa, your connection sounds crazy. But over the camera, let me know if you can hear B. Austin. He sounds crazy on my end. There you go. I'm back. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm back. So what I'm, what I was saying is everything you're saying. Well, no, it's still, it's still it's still a little fuzzy, brother. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you fine. The powers that be to try yeah. to get us. Let me see. Let me see if uh, the people in the chat room can you hear? Can you guys hear me or can you hear B Austin? Because it sounds like crazy. Microphone check. Mic check. One two one two. Anil, can you hear me or is that B Austin? Mic check one two one two. Mic check one two one two. Okay, well I think it's you, B Austin. You may have to uh, come back in because um they say that uh you sound like Optimus Prime right now in the middle of transforming. Not just Optimus Prime, but he's in the middle of transforming. B Austin, you sound like in the middle of transforming, cuz. Um, but let's bring Tobias. On. I know I know Tobias' boss is after him. Let's bring him on while B Austin comes back in. Let's uh. What's up, good brother? What's going on, man? What's going on? Me? What's going on? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? How are you? Yeah, I can hear good, you. How good. are you? Yeah, I'm good. Hey, I was wondering, oh, I was, yeah. if Dad was around, if it was around, I'd be like that. Get picked up. But, uh, you know, uh, here's the thing, guys. I was listening to you guys talk about this. I hate when people say, oh, running backs are a dime a dozen, they're a dime a dozen. They need but one. You notice that when we talk about all-time great backs, you don't talk about like five or ten of them. <laughs> you know. Um, yeah. No, that's true. Hey, John, John. When did John Elway start winning his his Super Bowls? When he had that bit at, at back coop, well, not just yeah. any old back. It's a game changer. See, people don't realize it ain't Zeke Elliott. It's not just another back. Alfred Morris right. is another back. Zeke is a right. game changer. All right, but hold and on. You got, oh, right. Hold on. I, I'm, I, here's what I want to say. Here's what I want to say to counter that, right? Um, Elway, Elway did win with Terrell Davis, right? But they were competitive, and they also had thousand yard yeah, backs with worked. a bunch of guys. Now, 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 but even beyond that, even beyond that, right? The game has changed since then. What I'm saying is, uh, who's Tom Brady winning all his bowls with? Wait, wait, no, no. Hold on, hold on. Real, real, real quick, real quick. To 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 finish my point, Tobias, I appreciate it, brother. We we gonna get right back to you. Let me let me just say this. You're right. You're absolutely right. The league has changed. The game has changed. And 95 percent of teams want to throw the ball 65 percent of the time. It just so happens yeah. that the that Dallas Cowboys are one of a handful of teams that have built their offense around the running back position. They know that Dak ain't shit. And so they realize that, and and they know that Ezekiel Elliott is the engine of that team, so much so that even when they stopped just handing the ball to Zeke, they started throwing it to him and threw it to him 75 times last year. So he is a rare guy. Generally speaking, I agree with you. The, the, The league has changed significantly to where we're spreading it out, we're throwing, and when you spread it out and and you're – you're going on against six and seven man fronts. You can just find an athlete that can run real fast and just put him in the backfield and give him the ball. Here, run draw play. And, Go ahead. No, and, and here's you're a, right. First, but that's Austin, not you, deep. You, you know, 
I gotta say earlier, B. Austin sounded like a guy with a hole in his throat talking about kids don't be smoking. Uh, you know, cigarettes are bad for you. <laughs> <laughs> sound like Kane. Hey, sound like Kane back in the day. <laughs> you know, but uh, see, the thing what people don't want to get is plus Tom Brady had Corey Dillon for a couple of years too. Uh, and Corey and Dillon Corey was a pro bowl runner. Corey Dillon was trash. He was trash when he that played for the Patriots. Cut it out, man. Cut it out. But 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 look at it this way. But here's my running game also. The Patriots drafted Sonny Michelle in the first round. And a D four then step off size, Tom Brady was throwing three picks. He wasn't even good those last two games of the year. But but, but the that's my point, but, yeah, but you're proving you're proving my point though. My point is they feel as though they can go in a draft and get somebody in any round and replace the top running back. If you look at the the Saints who've been a successful team last summer. Like these are like they always have multiple backs. Everybody is playing running back by committee. When the Eagles won the bowl, they had running back by committee. Like that's just the way they, that's the way the game has changed. The game has changed. The whole the idea of that, that one guy who's like the focal back, I mean, you guys play fantasy now, football, you know how difficult it is to find that guy. Now there's a now now Jimmy, there's a slight difference in, in nuance in what you're saying. So on one hand the game has changed, and they don't give the running back the rock as much. But on the other hand, we're talking running back by committee, right? So while they're related, they are two different things. So you do have teams that I believe will shift away from throwing the ball as much as we've seen and move towards running the ball more. To control the game. Running teams have had to control the game in the pace, and running teams in recent years, have had a little bit more success, and it's a copycat league. So you're going to see more what they call 12 personnel, two tight ends. They're going to throw out of that set, but they're going to run the ball out of that as well. I think you're going to still see the running back by committee, but I think the value of the running back is going to increase over the next two or three seasons ever so slightly because the people are going to imitate the success the Cowboys have had in the regular season. Not in the playoffs, you know, but in the, yeah, but they, the season. Yeah, but no one's going. To, no one's going. To, no one. It depends upon how the the league is full of copycats. No one's going to copy the Cowboys for making the playoffs when you have teams winning a championship without a feature back. The last team that won a Super Bowl with a feature back, honestly, was like the Seahawks back in fourteen, and you know that's the last one. Been that they gave him the ball. That, if you, they would have won. But what I'm saying is, the last team to won. They're the last team to win a bowl with a feature back. And then before them, you can go another another ten years and nobody had a feature back like that. And I'm not saying that's right. I'm just saying that's what it is. And it's a copycat league. And when you have guys like the Chiefs coming up the way they are, um, a lot of these young teams coming up, they don't really have that feature back. I mean, you know, the Chiefs try to have a feature back, but he got other kind of issues going on, but. You know, I see the head no there. Yeah. But um That's you right. got you got That's him. Right. You got him. Not notwithstanding the fact that he takes it and doesn't give it back. You got him. You got Saquon. You got Gurley. You've got Melvin Gordon, who people argue isn't really that good. You've got Zeke. Um it, it, it's I think there's a bit of a pendulum. Yeah, but none swing. of the, none of I mean, it, it, none of, and none of those guys none of those guys are really getting like what a, what a feature back used to how a feature back was used in the past. And even those guys now aren't used the same way. Like, no, 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 no. I, I, I agree. Only, They're not used the same way. Told, they Zeke, Zeke and Saquon are probably in, Zeke and Saquon are probably in a class by themselves in terms of in terms of usage. But um, my point you know, in saying that is also. 
Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was saying the problem also is that, hey, if any of you guys think you're running any running back, we still got Peyton Barber for Tampa available if you guys want him. Uh, if y'all want to go with any <laughs> old back. Uh, <laughs> hey, but here's the thing also, and I'm, I got to touch on LeBron in a second when y'all get done with this, but everybody's talking about, oh. like, Dak, right? Everybody's like, Dak's a winner. Dak's this quarterback win-loss record is not a stat. If that's the case, Andy Dalton's the lead card. He made the playoffs three straight years in Cincinnati. So, so are we gonna call him great now? So he get thirty million dollars. I mean, they do that. They, they, they pick and choose what stat to use when they want to like big up some some person. He gets judged by wins and losses, but other guys get judged by the actual numbers they put up. So, I mean, I don't pay that no mind. But the fact that he also plays for the he plays for the Cowboys. So he is Draymond. He plays for the Cowboys. He, you being judged on the Jimmy, I wouldn't even call him Dre, but you know. But but the, the reason I make the Draymond Green a, a comparison is that when it comes to Draymond, the first thing we talk about is immeasurable stuff like, like intangibles. We can't measure intangibles, and we always talk about his intangibles as intangible. We never talk about Dak's talent. Dak Dak does not have an accurate. He's not an accurate guy, but it just happened that his teams have won. But the problem with Dallas is you cannot pay a receiver, a quarterback, and a running back. Top five money, you can't pay all three. Well, that that so you're that, gonna have that to. Was my, that was my next point. That was my next point. My next point was, you gotta let somebody you go. You have to look at how you can allocate your money. Yeah, you gotta look at how you allocate your money across the team now, and that's another reason why running backs aren't being paid. Like because uh, quarterbacks will always be paid. Because but if I feel like if, if you're a running back and you can give me fifteen hundred yards, but I could pay a guy a lot less and he'll give me fourteen hundred. Why am I paying you top dollar when I can get, you know, 100 yards? So it's like, you know, that's the decision that's being made with running backs at this point. And Trade truth them. be told, it, it seems to have been working, though. Like, I mean, because guys come in as young guys and just like, you know. You're, you're, you're and all, I think it's also probably the easiest position. Every, everything you're saying is correct with the caveat that the Cowboys actually built their team around, around four yards a cloud of dust in 2019. So you're right, but they, they all they can do is act like they're in alignment with what you're saying. The numbers and the way they play amounts to something totally different. They're a throwback team, and they build it around Zeke. So they can go ahead and try in front and let that dude walk. I promise you, I promise you that Zeke is not good enough or uh, not Zeke, uh, Dak is not good enough to demonstrate how talented Amari Cooper is because he won't be able to get Amari the ball. You're going to have to you gonna have to. I'm, I'm, I'm down. Saying, I'm I would try to trade Zeke. Is, and I'm not, agreeing, I'm not agreeing with him, but I, I agree with you too. Like, if you don't want to pay him, trade him because at the end of the day, maybe you made a mistake in building your team that way. If you feel as though they built their team that way, that, where they have to have a running back is, to do that. That's not a that's not a very intelligent way to build your team considering how running backs go down pretty much at least once a game. See, you, you know you know the problem is though one Jerry Jones don't believe in Dak Prescott he just can't say it in public. Uh, we just gotta be honest about that. He knows Dak is I. Right. That's why he really wanted Romo to come back. At least Romo will let it rip. But the problem is I blame the players for this. They the one that agreed to these. To this CBA, the crap CBA that Ryan Clark on the rep that said, no, don't sign this. Oh, you can have less practice time, less two a days, but we get to lock you in for seven years if we want to. Slaves, <laughs> you know? slaves, slaves don't read. Yes. So that's no. the problem right there. 
And, uh, so if you were smart like the NBA guys was like, hey, hold on, we get these rookie deals that they get, you know, they may get the rookie scale, but they get these big extensions. They get the uh, shorter contracts. Now we make it better. But the NFL, but see, the problem is also, so what is Sam Bradford signed for $50 million guaranteed at the time? Guess what? If I'm Peyton Manning at the time, Sam Bradford just set the market for me. They didn't look at it that way. They just looked at this guy and didn't do nothing. And and they just looking at, oh, the drug testing and all this stuff. And and they got screwed at the end. There's a reason these owners are billionaires. <laughs> you know? Well, well first, that's the reason well, first, of, first of all, players have been getting screwed in NFL contracts since they had a union. Um, mm-hmm. and it, but, but it depends upon, again, it's your vantage point, though. If you're the owner, why would you give an NBA-type deal to guys when guys are going down left and right? Everybody's replaceable in football with the exception of these star quarterbacks. So, you know, it all depends upon your and point and how you're looking at it. For the owners, and the owners are probably thinking they are they're already giving away too much. You know what it is, Jimmy, also? The, the players are going to have to save their money and try to end the franchise tag. The franchise tag is the biggest killer because you can't even get free agency. You're stuck. If these teams want you, you're yeah. stuck and they use you up and you're gone. But that's a, I, I didn't get a chance to yeah, last week. Uh, Tobias, that was my point. I just gave a theoretical example where a, a player can come in on a rookie deal and not at 21 or 22 and not hit free agency for eight years. Eight years. Mm-hmm. Zeke know that. Yo, all right. Let me let me let me let me hear y'all opinion on this. Um, <clears throat> Skyview in our chat room said that Zeke's money went to Jason Witten. That he gonna surprise y'all. That's where his money went. <laughs> you know, it shot to death. That was actually in the chat room. Yo, that's that Jason Witten was trash and watched before he uh, retired. So that ain't that but, um, ain't true, but that's the funniest thing we're gonna hear tonight. <laughs> hey, that's a good. Cool you know, y'all hey, don't think y'all don't think Zeke money went to y'all don't think Zeke money went to Jason Witten though. Hey, J- Jason probably getting like five six million dollars right now. Uh, I mean that could be his you know, pocket. That's what I'm saying. You know what? Here's the crazy part. I got to say this about LeBron. This LeBron, David Griffin, walked back when when Court and LeBron Hive got a hold of him. Here's the thing. We've been saying it for years that it's tough with him because the problem is that the one – remember we were talking about how those one-year contracts could screw him in the end? Because what – because that was stories like Paul George would have loved to come to Cleveland, but LeBron only doing one years. And he didn't even tell Dwayne Wade, his best friend, he was out in Dwayne Wade, lost $10 million. <laughs> He's already doing his contract. So do you want to be stuck in Cleveland potentially with Tristan Thompson, J.R. Smith, and they was Shady Osmond? <laughs> but if so if he didn't commit to an extra year or so, it's hard to bring someone else in who may be up on a contract as well. And I understood why he did it. But also, they found that he traded five first-round picks in three years. Now, the problem with first-round picks, not saying you're looking for stars, but maybe you get a cheap rotation piece, like the Spurs used to do some of the other teams, so you get a cheap guy off the bench, you know, just, just, to, you know, just to give you some cheap money, some flexibility, at least money-wise. So mm-hmm. I understand what he meant by being tough. There's no, nothing against the guy, but I do think sometimes LeBron may have cut his nose off to spite his face at times then. But he had every right to sign a one-year deal. That's his right. Yeah, I was about to say, it depends upon how you look at it. I mean, LeBron, LeBron look at it as like – and that's the thing. People judge LeBron like with this whole idea of him being like a failure 
or like it didn't work out for this reason. Like he's had a very successful career and has made buku buku bucks. So I don't know if he would take it back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I don't know if he would even take it back with the way things played out. I mean, now it's played out. He's on his way to being a billionaire, living in Calabasas, and, you know, dunking in AAU games. Like, everything is yeah. three-time champion. You know what I'm saying? Google uh, Multiple MVP. So, like, I don't know if he would ever change anything. So, we can always go back and look at it and say, should have did this and should have did that. But, I mean, but, it's a pretty good career, if but, you ask but, me. Yeah, it is. And, and the thing that got me was when people – the thing I was saying for – we were saying for years here – it seemed like I swear they be listening to us, but uh, they don't want to admit it. It's that oh, we always do, they, say they, they, it's that. I know they still are. Yeah, still. yeah, because it's the other person's fault. That was, and it's hard with some players don't want to hear that. And uh, and I said that was always a big thing as well. It ain't, it ain't blaming LeBron. You blaming his his like the fanboy because uh, Chris Bosh wants to change his game and he's getting blamed. I'm like this dude been playing this style for twenty plus years and he changed his game to a spot up shooter. And y'all blaming him. He he was being unselfish for the greater good. But what the thing the fanboys, they make it worse on LeBron. Because I remember that was like, they should trade number eight pick. I was like, who are you trade for? DeAndre Jordan. I'm like, DeAndre Jordan, really? <laughs> you know? Uh, a guy who can't do nothing but jump. Yeah. But somehow he's still getting paid. But I, I just think it's tough. And I just wish that he would just not backtrack and just stood by it. Because it seems easy now where he got a first-round pick and Zion that people like. The jury's still out on him. Let's watch him play first and uh, and see how these mm-hmm. other people mesh before we start crowning David Griffin as his great exec. Because I don't crown – like, sometimes it's about the moves you don't make than the moves you do make sometimes as a GM. Because Jerry yeah. West said yeah, no, no to trading Clay for Kevin Love. and uh, And look how that worked out. No, I, I agree with you. Like, he's getting a lot of credit, like, being called this genius, but it's yet to be proven. Um, but, you know, everybody has to jump out, the, uh, jump out there and call everybody a genius these days. they got to be the first to do it. So people get crowned. If you all want to crown them, go ahead and crown yeah. their ass. But the uh, bottom line is we'll see how things play out. But the whole Bron thing to me is interesting, right, because when you sit back and look at Bron's career and what's happened, what hasn't happened, it's like – and, again, this is Mike's fault. Everything is viewed through the lens of, like, Michael Jordan, like – he doesn't have he doesn't have six championships or X amount of MVPs. It's like um, before Mike, like Larry Bird, all got three championships. Doctor J got like one champ. Like these guys were considered great and weren't weren't judged the same way. But now everybody is like, and it's different because Bill Russell had his, but it's like Bill Russell had so many, he was like put off on the side by himself. Like, but Mike became the standard that every star player is judged by, and that's just crazy when you, when you think about it. But I, I don't think it's just the number, career. It's not just the number of, of chips, though, Jimmy. It's the way in which he lost some of them. Not, not all of them. And some he was balling out. LeBron was balling out of control. He just had a bum-ass squad. But there are, there are examples of LeBron showing his mortality, even if it's just mental and mentality and emotions as opposed to physicality. Like, He's shown chinks in the armor where there's a perception, there's a perception that Jordan didn't show those chinks, at least not in the finals, not on the high stage. Yeah, but what, why, why, why are we comparing him to Jordan? Like, that's my point. My point is, so who cares about Michael's going? It's over with. Let, let him live. Like, who cares? Yeah. 
That's my point. You my know point what I is think? Who cares about Mike? What would what, what, what Sean you know, Barkley give to have LeBron success in the league? You know what I'm saying? What would Patrick Ewing give to have LeBron success in the league? You know what I think, though? I, uh, now, I'm a huge Jordan fan, right? But at the same time, when I, people make these debates, I believe the saying the six championships and six finals MVPs is the laziest part of the argument. Because it seems like people just forget how skilled Michael Jordan was as a player with offensive repertoire. Oh, yeah. Man, oh, and yeah. like he may not have been jacking up threes, but people forget about the post game, the footwork, all that stuff like that, and getting to a spot, all that stuff. People forget about that. He was still getting like 20 points a game, <laughs> you know, as a 40-year-old. And, uh, and so that – so I think people forget that stuff. But it's like Bark, it's like people make like Barkley's trash. I'm like, you know, Barkley probably has more talent but, but, than Tim Duncan. But that's, like he didn't but that's have a my point. My point is there is no other athlete – and people talk about Brown fans. I think Mike's fans are worse. Like, the Mike fans make Mike the standard by which everybody else is compared. Like, there's no quarterback that's done that way. You have people that are Brady guys, people that are Manning guys, people that are Marino, Elway, Montana guys. But no one is judged by, like, okay, this, here's this person. There's no other athlete. Like, you know, we talk about a wide receiver. No one, like, doesn't judge everybody by Jerry Rice. You talk about a center, like it's just like Michael Jordan is the guy by which every basketball player is judged, and it's that is absolutely crazy to me. That's crazy to me. I mean, like, greatness is crazy. We're talking about LeBron, but then Mike ain't. You never live up to it because he's because the thing is, and it's and people don't realize, and uh, and sometimes even with Michael, he had his ups and downs, like with the Pistons, and he had to learn, and you know, and but the thing I give him credit on. It's that the thing was, I know free agency wasn't there at the time and stuff. I know the different era, but that front office told him no with certain things. Phil Jackson. He never, he never, he never went out and tried to get another superstar or two or three to play against the Pistons. You got to respect it's, it's, that. It's, it's, and, but here's it's, my it's, thing, it's, though. Here's my thing, though. As time goes on, how era. would that even be remembered when that's just the way? That's just it's a different era. That's the way of the game now. I mean, you, you know what? I think you know Jackson what? the best. Oh. Shaq said. Shaq said, I didn't join another team because I didn't know I could. If I knew I could, I would have tried to play with the dream. But I didn't know well, I could. Shaq is, you know what I'm saying? Shaq, Shaq, when we analyze the game, we can talk about Shaq's character because Shaq wasn't really about that working hard. Like, he was just better than everybody. He wasn't about working to be better than everybody. He just was better. That, but that's fine. You know what, though? But, he's, but listen, you know, that's it, fine. It, 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 see, the thing is, it's like, for example, it's like, I think what happens is most of the time, most of the league has been dominated by dynamic duos in a way. That's how most the league has mostly been. You two best players, like the Bulls. People, it's like people forget Horace Grant was in. Horace Grant was in the league for some reason. They make it like Horace Grant was Dickie Simpkins for some reason. Because <laughs> I'm a fan, right? I like the first three Bull uh-huh. teams more than the third set of Bulls teams. Uh, they, you know, that's just my opinion as a fan. But. I just believe it's it's like people it's like this selective memories that people have. It's like Robin this Robin. Oh, I agree. Like, y'all, that's like y'all forgot about well, the Horace well, Grant. Off, I got I got two thoughts about that. I got two thoughts about that. I think Horace Grant was an amazing player. Like I, although I think Harvey was better than him, but the fact of the matter is, Horace got the props because he was on that team that had that success. Harvey was nice though. But the point is. Um, I don't know. I still, I still might take that second three peak team for for another reason, because the first the first team to me 
was very dominant offensively, but that second team was probably the best defensive team I've ever seen because with and, with Pippen, Mike, and Robin like on the wing, like that was the like, their Harper. defense was just another world. Exactly, like, and, and, and that's why people said it could be they the were from another planet. And, and, and their biggest like Ron Harper stuttering ass man. Ron could defend them. Yes, and, and, and see, I mean, and, and, and I team, think people. But... Oh, go ahead, Jim. I'm sorry. No, all I was saying is they had a great team on both both runs, but people forget about that. They act as if Mike just uh, played by himself. Like Mike was out there just um you know defending and shooting by himself. But that's my, my point. Is, like they they had they had a good team. They had a great coach. They had a great players. It is what it is. They had the success. But the fact that everything is measured from there that is. I mean, you know, shout out to Court. Court does it every day. Like, and 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 the weirdest and the weirdest thing is from from the LeBron fans to the Mike fans. Like, what are you actually saying by comparing them two to each other? I, that's what that's what drives me crazy. Like, that's you don't an honor. How ridiculous you are. Yeah, that's on an both honor sides. to be like, in that class. Each of them by each other. Like, you know how crazy you sound. Because, because like even stats, for example, are totally different. Because if people make it like you know, there's like a vicious memory. People make it like Mike was this rank this gunner, you know, but he had like six, like six boards, six, five, five, six, six a game, stuff like that. He wasn't a point guard. They didn't ask players to be ball dominant like that back in the day who weren't point guards. And so it's a whole different era with stuff. And it's crazy. It's like now with these players now, supposed to be bigger and stronger, faster, but they always getting hurt. <laughs> so. The funny, the funny thing, the funny thing about Michael Jordan is he actually did play the one. He played point one season and put up thirty five. He had a triple double eleven straight games, but 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 see the thing I look at is that I don't look at stats for them because this ain't baseball where we judge people based on stats only. Because baseball ain't about winning; it's about your stats. But I don't think because you don't have a ring that you're garbage. Because a lot of times rings is luck who you ran up against, for example. Uh I, I still believe the Bulls probably could have gotten a ring if Derrick Rose didn't get hurt. Especially the year he got Dog. hurt. But he got hurt. Mm-hmm. It happened. Bar- Dog, Barkley, I, will argue, I, I will argue if people want that Charles Barkley is the greatest power forward ever. Powerful. I don't know. Dude, i tell you this about him. People, And it's like, that was the best Suns team ever. They ran the mic. You know, those probably were the best Knicks team. They just ran, they just ran into a better team. It ha- like, even the Kemp Payton Sonics. Somehow these people say that wasn't a great team. They won sixty four games. How the hell you win sixty four games? You ain't a great team, <laughs> you know. Here, but, but, but here, here's what's like, funny though. What's funny? What's funny is, what's funny is, uh, believe it or not, Charles Barkley's gonna be remembered more for his uh, post career than he will for his actual career. Yeah, and, and, and see, and my thing is, yeah. is that, but like, yeah. it's like it's like Sean Kemp, for example. Before he had baby mamas and ate himself out of the league, he turned to Ben Baker. I th- look how great those teams were. It's like people make it like if I mean, you don't Vin, win the Vin, championship, Vin you weren't a great nice. team. It happens. He was a great player, too. That's what I'm saying. But, but see, people make it like if your team didn't win the championship, they weren't a great team. They just lost. <laughs> you know? Ben Baker, Baker is going to be remembered for making calls. My point, my point is people are judged in, the, in a weird way these days. Um but anyone who with a brain, uh, you know, knows that most most of it is hyperbole and hot takes. Yeah, you know, that that'd be a fire yeah. uh, name for an episode: hyperbole and hot takes. Write that down, Dad. 
But because uh, that, that's Kellerman, all that's baby. all we that's all we deal with on a daily basis. We deal with hyperbole and hot takes on a daily basis. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like that that's all we deal with because you know um, it's pretty much about entertainment. Sports. Listen, man, and I, I said this a couple of shows ago. I'm gonna expound upon this. Maybe you should write this and write a book about this. But Vince McMahon has changed the world. Like. He was ahead of the curve <laughs> of the whole sports entertainment. Every sport. And the streaming not, like, service, too. I really too. believe this. I, tr- I, honestly, I honestly believe this, that all of these leagues, you know, um, want to mock the success of Vince McMahon with this whole sports entertainment thing. I mean, just look at the way the NBA runs their social media. Like, they're, they're, they're in tune with culture, which is all about entertainment. It's not about, like, what, what the sport used to be about. Your, your fashion, you know I mean? so, all that like, stuff, you know, and also, and also, yeah. Vince McMahon I mean, changed change the whole. They made they made the walk in. They made the walk in a straight fashion show to the point where they put it as part of uh, All Star Weekend, a, a literal fashion show. And, and remember now, yeah, Vince McMahon also changed. Vince McMahon also changed TV to WWE Network after people found out he get a steady one point five to two million subscribers a year. All these other companies are doing that. This, you know, because Netflix, yeah. Netflix, we're talking about, like, company own content. But I, I know you guys got to run. Yeah, but he got his own. I just he, think, he, he took control of his own content. He started. He took yeah, his company yeah. public, made a billion dollars. So you got to – listen, he, he changed sports. Yeah, and, and, and he's going on Fox in, in, like, two months. And see, think, I want to say this before I run. You know, you guys got other people. I just think that uh, that, that you know, sometimes these players, these fans, just got to understand – it ain't always about the ring. And like I said, I'm a big Jordan fan. But in, even if he didn't win a ring, he still would have gone down as a great player. Kevin Garnett may only have one ring, but he's still a great player. I don't think counting rings is a good stat because so much had to go in your favor, who you ran up against. Because think about this, for example. Uh, you know, Cleveland probably could have had two championships with LeBron. They ran up against Kevin Durant. <laughs> you know, Kevin Durant went to the Warriors. Or – or that Spurs team, Ray Allen hits a three. Heck, Portland probably would have gone to the finals if they didn't run up against the Golden State Warriors and might have won it. Man, you could just, listen, <laughs> listen, listen. We could do this wet. all day long, man. Let's stop it, stop it, man. We could do this all day long and throughout all throughout history. How many rings? How many rings would Jerry West have if not for the Celtics? How many rings would Wilt Chamberlain but, 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 have if not for Russell? I mean, but but but, but, but you get what I'm saying though. It ain't saying these people are whack. It's just saying that sometimes, sometimes all you could do is. Have a great try go at. Look at Reggie Miller's career. He had a hell of a run in Indiana. He had a great career, made it to the finals. It just didn't work out, but he had a shot. And as a fan, I could I, I'm is. cool with you got you got a shot, and I, I could be cool with that. And and look at him now. They love him yeah. there. They love AI in Philly. Yeah, you're yo, right. you're, yeah, you're, your point is your point is not lost. As well is well taken, Tobias, and we appreciate it. I, I would argue that Reggie Miller is higher on the shooting guard list than Ray Allen. But, you know, I would be told I'm crazy for that. But, you know, and, and the basis I mean, of the I rebuttal. About that. That, that's a, I mean, I don't know about that, though. I think I think that's a, that might be a good versus. I, I don't know. I, I might cook that up. Reggie he had, Miller he was one of the most underrated clutch guys. Better. I mean, you he know, was we'll the one of the most underrated we'll clutch anyway, guys. Man, Roll right, time, fellas. You guys take it easy, man. Roll time. All right, peace. Yeah, man. So we got we got a couple things to talk about, man. The one thing I really want to get you to take a deep dive on is this right now, man. 
Um, NCAA, right? They're instituting what folks are now calling the Rich Paul rule. You know, um, LeBron spoke about it. It's funny though, because I, I, you know, I, I, I spend time on Twitter. Um, you know, the dark places on Twitter. But I, and I always check about. I always check what's trending to see what's going on in the world. And I saw that I'm like, oh, what Rich Paul do? And when I saw out why, I was like, yo, this can't be real. Like they really did this. Um, yo. And I was so. So then I was looking at it, right? I'm like, well, hold on. Because I'm pretty sure he has other agents that work at his agency. I know that he just signed that deal with UTA. So it really won't affect him. So it's not about him, but it's about the next Rich Paul. But they're calling it the Rich Paul rule. And I'm wondering, like, you know, the first thing I thought of is my OG, man. What's going to happen with Uncle Dennis? But that's neither here nor there. Um, what's, what's your thought overall on this rule? Like, you know, I, I want you to really dig and dig deep and tell me how, Paul, how you feel about what the NCAA did and what it means for the future. Free Rich Paul, first and foremost. Um, yeah, of course, in a literal sense, it's not going to impact Rich Paul. He's beyond – he's beyond – their their clutches bars. Um but I I feel <laughs> as though there there's an attempt there to legislate out the power that he exerts in the lives of up and coming potential superstars in the NBA. And we know why. And so this to me is the power structure saying no, if you're scoring, we'll just move the goalpost. We'll change the <laughs> rules. We'll do what we want to do to control the thing of ours, which in essence it becomes the, the anal- it's analogous with the music game, right? We make mm-hmm. the music. We create and perpetuate and, and are purveyors of the culture until that culture can be mass distributed. And they always make, yeah. maintain control over the distribution channels, which the NCAA ultimately is what? A distribution channel. It's the earliest distribution right. channel for top talent outside of YouTube. Now you've got the YouTube sensations and the stars, but let's be real. You more than likely, you can't go from YouTube to the NBA. I mean, Uncle, y'all, y'all, Uncle LeVar tried that. That that doesn't really work uh, yet. But this is control of the distribution channel of these talents. And I, I, I'm going to go ahead and say it unapologetically. The impact is going to be felt in the African-American community. And we know why. We know how. And we know what this is about. These young black men figured out a way to control and create their own destinies within that system. And so the people that created the system are now moving the goalposts. We let one or two of you through, but we can't allow the masses to believe that it's a reality that they can be Rich Paul. We can't have a large percentage of Rich Pauls. We can't have four or five more Rich Pauls because it'll upset the apple cart. That's what Yo, this, this is, is, man. crazy, man. To me, to me, that makes him more of a legend. You got to be legendary when they when they make rules to stop you. So this actually yeah, probably going to help him out. if nothing else. 
it's going to help him if nothing else. You said a, you said a lot right there, and there's so many points that I want to uh, tackle. But um, what's interesting to well, me that's is what we got to show for tackle him. <laughs> no, it's like you need a degree to represent someone in a, in, a, in a profession where they don't have a degree, which is kind of funny in itself. Um, like you said, it's not going to affect him. It's going to affect that next person. And they're claiming they want to do this because they want to stop, like, uncles and relatives and cousins. And that's why I was like, man, free Uncle Dennis. Man, Uncle Dennis is a legend, too. We got nothing but love for Uncle Dennis here in the war room. Um, Jimmy, we could, go, but, we could go super deep on it and say in the era where the, where the bachelor's degree is becoming more devalued every year, and they know that, why would you make it an emphasis now when, when in fact, you don't even need a bachelor's degree really to become an agent. You need to sit for the certification. Yo, what yeah. are they doing? I mean, this is exactly, this is some of the biggest companies in the world, right? All right, you got you got some of the biggest companies in the world, including Google, Amazon, Apple, who who waived their degree requirements to work there, like like within the last year. So it, it's kind of crazy, right? So NCAA really just doesn't care. Their brand is already trash. I don't know if it can get even more trash, but they don't care. The idea of a student athlete is an absolute joke. That's the first thing. That's the first thing, first and foremost. So NCAA, their brand is absolute trash, but I don't think it matters because they exert that control that you talk about. That control is also interesting to me, controlling distribution channels. When you said that, the first thing I thought of, right, and you talk about the the analogy with this and the music business and creating culture and creating art and creating you know, what, what, what's essentially the product, but not having any control. I was reading, I'm, I'm in the process of reading um, um, Jay Prince's book, right? And he talks about back in like the 90s or whatever. He had got the, he was in the, he was in a meeting. He was in a meeting with uh, Irv Gotti and, and, and many, Jim, many a other Nick. people who were, yeah, yeah, a couple other people. And they were talking about building a distribution channel. Right, so instead of just having labels, they wanted to be the distributor, so they didn't have to sign this anybody else. And he said mysteriously, now after they had their couple meetings and were getting ready to make the move, now all of a sudden the IRS is investigating uh, Irv Gotti, um, Suge Knight, himself in legal trouble. They like all kinds of craziness happens, right? They team out in the military to stop these meetings, not because they was talking that bird yeah, so- talk. <laughs> because they were talking about taking control. Yeah, because they were talking about taking a certain level of control, right? So then you talk about what LeBron has done, right? And so the thing is, we always, like, big up LeBron and give him props for what he's done off the court and also the model that he showed in terms of bringing your people with you. But, you know, um, in the words of uh, Phil Jackson, he, he brought his posse with him. But I don't know if they want a bunch of that either. They don't want any more Maverick Carters. They didn't want any more of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, listen, I, when, when you have control, and that's the thing. So what's the answer? The answer is do you do you, do you build your own, right? And, and and if you do try to build your own, which is what Ice Cube essentially did, it's like the other person has had such of a head start. So I say all that to say this. We need reparations, man. Um. I, I think that that my, my view and opinion on reparations, and, and and if you're listening to the show for the first time, 
or you're not, and you're trying to tie back why we're talking about reparations in the context of this conversation, A, you need to be much more of a critical thinker, B, you need to read more, and C, just stay with us. We'll get you there. So my Yo, view on reparations yeah, on. was considerable. Said in the chat room, Uncle Dennis probably don't even got a GED. So um, shout out to Uncle Dennis, man. No Uncle Dennis slander. Um, yeah, but that's a good point, though. Um, Dev made another point real quick. He said that um, players are about to start coming out of high school. Didn't that rule recently change? So Yeah. Um, yeah. How that, yeah how they're about to try it again. They're about to try it again. But my, my point was going to be on the reparations tip. Anything, anything that leads a group of black people directly to wealth, like to real wealth and controlling wealth, because my definition of wealth has changed through the years too. Anything that leads to that Absolutely. wealth, As they got to move the, the goal. They got to move the goalpost. So reparations, I used to think 40 acres and a mule. I used to think, oh, they're going to give black people a whole bunch of money, and because our culture here in, in America hasn't developed, we're not going to have the savviness to understand it and deal with it. We're going to destroy ourselves because of the money, so eh, I don't know about reparations. But then Trevor Noah helped me make a connection. What is reparations? The root of the word is repair. What mm-hmm. needs more repair than us in this country? It's not even – you don't Man, even nothing. have to look at corporations as financial even, although it should be, of course, we know that. But repairing the damage done is an acknowledgement that there's responsibility for that damage, and hence that's probably the biggest reason it will never happen because there has to be an acknowledgement that they did something that needs repaired. Bars, right? So – then we fast forward to controlling <laughs> these young black men in the sports arena. Dude, <laughs> wealth, wealth is not about money. The money you have, it's not about what, what do they call it, fiat currency. It's not about riches. It's not. Mm-hmm. Wealth is controlling natural resources and land. That's wealth. Yeah. And natural resources well, have, in essence, the de- definition has been augmented with technology, and I would include people and the ability to create culture and create art as a natural resource. So controlling that natural resource is the ability to get the, that art to marketplace. If we, if we compare and, and make art and sport analogous with crops from a farm, yo, we the farmers and have no ability to get it to the marketplace. And in the words of uh, in the words of Ta-Nehisi Coates, like you know, the black body, the black body, is actually um, a, re- a human resource. Well, actually, these days in some some companies they call it human capital. Like they be like human capital. They literally call it human capital, which is human interesting. Um, interesting term. But but. You're right, and that was the point that that book forty uh, the forty um what was it the forty million dollar slave made. So people laugh at the slave. title of the book, right? And I did it initially too, but until I read it and I and I actually took it and started breaking down what he was saying. What he was saying is, it doesn't matter how much money you pay someone; you can pay them forty million dollars a year. If they don't have any control, they have no power. I can have more money than you, but still don't have more control or power than you. 
right? Right. So right. it's about the ability to be able to employ others, to, to be able to have straight control. We talk about the NFL all the time. I can give you a contract, but I can cut you tomorrow, and there's nothing you can do about it. And I don't, have to, and I don't even have to pay you out most of it. Right? You know, there's, there's ways around everything. Owners break contracts all the time. Um, so the idea of yeah, control. So when you look at when you look at what Clutch was doing, like they were controlling the marketplace, and that's the one thing they don't want. They don't want control. How many black owners do we have in a league that's over seventy percent black? Jordan, that's Jordan. Jordan. I mean, and that's it. You mean to tell me that you have to be Michael Jordan in order to own a team? And the league probably owes him a team. That's the standard, that's the standard so that they the whole set. Like, yo, yo, take You got to be Michael yo, Jordan. Thank you. That's crazy, right? Um, so, I mean, there, there's, there's, there's so many things that play with this rule, but it brought up so many thoughts and, uh, and feelings because it's bigger than basketball and it's bigger than this. The first thing I looked up is, does this apply to NCAA football? And the answer is no. Only basketball, which to me makes it even more peculiar. Like, really? Yeah, because they have they realize that in the system of things, they have football under control. Um, there's a little bit more freedom for us in basketball, and they need to rein that in. The NFL has no risk of any evidence of black power or economic power going on. The NFL is, is done. Like, there's no – listen, the average NFL player in mentality is a Dakota Prescott or an Ezekiel Elliott. They represent the gun line boss. You know why, so though? they already I, I know. Th- I, th- I, think that, I think that, like, historically speaking, football has its roots in the military. Like, there's a direct relationship between the start of what's, what's known as American football – in the military, it's, it's it's like pretty much the collinearity between the, the military and, and, and pro football, American football, I should say, um, is very high. So there's this whole like thing of teamwork falling in the line that like you know this whole thing that's built in within football that's not really there in basketball. Basketball was you know created by a liberal Canadian who was trying to figure out a way to get people to do some stuff in gym. Like what if I did this? Like trying to get his, like trying to get his students more active. Like it's a whole different um founding, and I think there's that permeates throughout both sports. There's far, there's far more Kyrie Irvings in the NFL than there are in the NBA. You'll get it. Don't make me slow down. Speed up so you catch up. You'll get it. <laughs> but but the fact of the matter is like their mentality is a little bit different. They fall in line, but because it's also like they're made to feel like they can be replaced a lot, a lot faster. Like, if I'm a Kevin Durant, like, I know you can't replace me to the point where I could break my leg and you're still going to give me a max contract when I can't even play for a year. Because you just yeah. can't go replace a Kevin Durant. No. Like, skill sets in the NBA are, like, you know, it's, it's just no. ridiculous. In the NFL, Kevin Durant would be uh, – they'd be, re- they'd be preparing his Hall of Fame jacket, buddy, because you ain't coming back. Exactly. It's a wrap. But, you know, the fact yeah. of the matter is, man, um, I found that to be interesting. Like, they don't, even, they don't even care about it on the other side. Like, this is only for college basketball. And that's why some people were like, this is so blatant against one person. But, you know, the fact of the matter is, 
it's probably it's not it's too late it's for not him one person what they've built it's not one person it's what well, he you know, represents well, well, no, 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 no. it's people. what he represents you're absolutely right about that but when you look at what they've done and i'm talking about them as their crew like it's unprecedented like maverick carter sits on the board of a fortune 500 company who also doesn't have a degree right um just played his part like Unlike anybody else, I mean, I, there's a debate that goes on in our group chat about who's the uh, who played the best friend game the best, whether it's Maverick Carter or Gale. Um, you know, that debate will you know rage on. It's between those two though; they up there in terms of uh, the best friend game. But um, man, NCAA man, like, can their brand get any worse? Or, but at this point, does it even matter? Yo, they Gale, have such yo, control over what they do. Gale, it don't matter. Gale, Gale, wins. Gale wins because her friendship involves orgasms. So, um, I'm not sure Whoa, what we're going to uh, what we're going to see come out of this, but I, I someone got to speak up and say something, and it's got to be other than LeBron, and hopefully, it's someone on the other side of the table that doesn't have a cultural or ethnic stake in the results of this, but just can speak up for what's right and what's wrong. That's the hope. Will it matter? Will it matter though? I mean, NCAA kind of does what they want to do. What they've been doing, everyone knows there's literal space done. There's, I've, I've personally read about three books about the NCAA. I read one that was really good. It was called The Cartel about the NCAA and some of the backhanded things they do to not pay the student athletes. People try to make it you a very ask, simple issue, like these athletes are working, they should get paid. But the NCAA asked, has done some shady things. You asked if it matters. And the fact of the matter is. Uh-huh. Yeah, Not because really. people have spoken up about that for years, and it really don't even matter. They've lost lawsuits. No, nah, not really. But my but my answer on matter. not really is, is is broader because I don't think there's anything you can do in this America to change what it is because at its root, they're they're it works perfectly. If you're think about it, if you're sitting at the top, if you're sitting at the top, and you're able to manipulate the rules of a game. And by game, I'm not talking about the sport. You're able to manipulate the rules of the game so as to increase your chances of winning exponentially any and every time you feel like it under any circumstances for the group of people you come from. Come on, man. There's no way mm-hmm. that that can be that, – that, that you can combat that. You can't beat that. Yo, that, this, is what makes, this is what makes LeVar Ball, um, you know um, – well, should I say, would you, would you call him uh, everybody's uncle? Um, Yo, LeVar this Ball is... This is what makes is... him like, such a sad... No, here's, now here's what makes it such a sad story. His ideas yeah. were great ideas. The idea to have your independently owned company to sell sneakers yeah. was an amazing idea. The idea to create it another was. avenue for these, these student-athletes to go to outside of going to the uh, the cartel it was a great idea. His execution but he had the wealth idea. Right. He was giving that wealth right back because he believed in eating pork and not leading a clean, a clean, uh, love-filled life. So, what are we really? Yo, what is he really people, giving people back? He's just building. Out there, man. I caught it though. I caught it. But all I'm Bar! saying is, his ideas, his ideas were great ideas. His execution was dreadful. I mean, but he put no, the Jimmy, ideas I'm out ready, there. But I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready for the URL, man. Call Smack. And we really can call Smack. 
Yeah, we definitely got smack number, but I'm not calling it smack right now. All I'm saying is the, the idea was an amazing idea, um, or both of those ideas, right? Which is what makes, like, I told you, I thought he was setting the table for Zion to take advantage of it, but Zion wanted to fall in line like everybody else. Um, yo, Zion, even yo, to the Zion point where, don't want no smoke. Yo, Zion, you can tell Zion by Zion. You can tell by Zion's haircut. You can tell by Zion's haircut. He ain't want no smoke. Yo, they said Puma offered the boy twenty five million more than Nike, but he's like, no, I need to be a Nike athlete. How, after how after he Nike almost been? after he almost tore his knee apart in a Nike, he still wanted. Uh, Yo, how, still how, wanted fire, how much? How fire is Nike's branding where you got cats turning down twenty five mil uh, on the same time frame just to be a part of what you got going on? That's fire. Salute to uh, Phil Knight, the shoe dog. But um, yeah, man. So that 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 uh, Richie Paul thing, we'll see where that goes, man. But that's that's a crazy story. That's a crazy story. Another thing about the NCAA, not not just them, just things in general. Stuff happens in this world, right? And it could be something that's like, wow, like something that makes you like, you know, just just be flabbergasted. But stuff moves so fast that within two days, them don't care about Rich Paul no more. And I mean, that's why our president's able to do some of the things he does. Because after a certain point, it's like, what else is new? Within, within what else came? Days, what else happened? Something else happened. Within thirty days, people are gonna ask, "Yo, who's this Rich Paul dude again? Why are we all talking?" Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> but listen, man, we got a couple things to go over. Um, we got a quote of the week, and this is from one uh, Kevin Tresvant Durant. Um. The most sensitive NBA player there is. And, and talking, you know that boy. You know that boy is mad, Trez Vanny. Um, anyway, for those who don't know what Trez Vanny means, that means you haven't read Sports the Book and you should kill yourself. But the bottom line is this, though. Here's his quote. He says, Man, Hell no. How can you blame the Warriors? Hell no. I heard the Warriors pressure me into getting back. Nobody never said a word to me during rehab as I was coming back. It was only me and my trainer working out every day. Right when the series started, I targeted game five. Hell no, it just happened. It's basketball. It happened. Nobody was responsible for it. It was just a game. We need to move on from that ish because I'm going to be back playing. Um. So, yeah, he's basically taking responsibility, saying that it's not the Warriors. Uh, I don't even care. We ain't going to see from you in another year or so. so. Shots because he is historically mad Trezvani. Mad Trezvani and a bit of a coward. But that actually was kind of hard, if you think about this it. Time, here's the thing, though. I don't care about him being Trezvani, right? Because at the end of the day, some people getting their feelings and their emotions. I'm cool with that. My thing is he should wear it. Yo, oh, stop ducking, he, if stop ducking worried, and diving. Yo, just be like, yeah, listen, I be in my feelings, so what? Like, just wear it. He try to act like everybody else is weird for looking at him like he weird. Anyway, that's just my he personal tried, thought, man. He tried to, but before we move, he tried to act like he don't got, to act like he don't got a burner account, like that wasn't him. Yeah, like, dog, you got a burner account. Like, why are you looking at us like we crazy? You got the burner account. Like, come on, man. You got the burner. We know you got the burner. Anyway, listen, um, time to give a stat of the week, though. All right? And this is uh, Michael Jeffrey Jordan because we, we always got to talk about Michael Jeffrey Jordan. Um, 
This ain't about LeBron. Somebody somehow somebody gonna call him trying to make this about LeBron. But anyway, right. We gotta talk about the After starting 0-3 to begin the 1990-91 season, Michael Jordan never again lost three consecutive games ever as a member of the Chicago Bulls. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy, right? So it's funny because I remember, like, um, because I'm I'm old as dirt. I remember like watching the Mob Rashad. Uh, what was that show? Yeah, Inside Stuff or whatever it was called. And yeah, yeah, that show. Talking to some of his teammates, and they were saying that um, other teams literally took nights off back then too. Although it wasn't like you know, it wasn't it wasn't as blatant as it is now. Every team back then they took nights off. They said acceptable. Mike will be treating like a random Wednesday game against a terrible Bucks team like it was, uh, you know, the NBA Finals. And no. cats that came from, like, cats that got traded no. to the Bulls was like, yo, what is this? What is wrong with this bull? Yo, what is wrong with Eam? Yo, Eam, Eam took LeBradford Smith's existence to heart. LeBradford gave that bull to business. Yo. Bull came back and buried him under a lake. And we've never heard from you again. The fact is. That's the funny thing, right? So it's like I love when people talk about like, oh, low management. Yo, Cat's been doing that forever. They just did it a different way. They did it in a way that wasn't as blatant. You know what I'm saying? They go out there, you know, run around a little bit, go sit down. It was, it was, it was always done. I mean, not with MJ, but a lot of them other dudes did it, including the stars. You know what I'm saying? I know some of you cats from Philly went to see the Sixers play and Barkley took a night off, and you could tell it wasn't the same. When Barkley, I mean, a night off for Barkley used to be like 14, 12. But he did it. He did it. Y'all know he did it. Y'all know he did it, man. <laughs> Listen, man. I know Chuck, I know Chuck did it week, just man. because of the amount of copious drinking and eating that he did. Absolutely, man. Listen, man, Charles Barkley and Shaq, you can, I can talk about them all I want to, but they, and the funny thing is how they end up together now. They probably had a more exciting basketball life than even Kobe and Mike who was like so determined to do what they did that they probably didn't even enjoy themselves. But that's it they hear no there. Anyway man, oh, listen. check out our website. Kobe definitely Kobe listen, now nah, what you said, we gotta touch on that a little bit. Kobe didn't have fun and Eagle Colorado is proof. There's no way Eagle happens if he's really taking yo, advantage. Yo, of- we gotta move on, man. Listen. Listen, man, check out our website at warroomsports dot com. While you're there, take your time and look around, click on the contact us tab. Send us a message about our company, our show, or to inquire about sponsorship and advertising opportunities, or to join our network. For general inquiries, email us. That's info at warroomsports.com. While you're browsing the site, click on the memorabilia tab to buy Warroom Sports merchandise. Click on the blog tab to read our latest articles in the All Sphere and Sports and War blog. Then click our respective icons and tabs to follow us on all social media platforms. Subscribe to our iTunes podcast, to watch our webcast, or World Sports TV, or download our free mobile apps, which are iOS as well as Android. You can get everything that I mentioned on the go by going and getting one of those mobile apps because you want to get everything and you want to have it on the go. Join the JW Philly Realty chat room right now during our show. we got Rebel Dev in there. Um, according to uh, Skyview, he says that, uh, you know, um, chat room Dev was a little different. He's militant, so. You know, but uh, join them right now in the JW Philly Realty chat room. That's at blogtalkradio.com slash the war room. To enter the chat room, just sign up for a free profile that's on Blog Talk Radio. If you don't want to create an account, you can sign in through your Facebook or Twitter accounts. All of you guys have to have one of them. If you don't have a Facebook or Twitter account in 2019, you know, you're probably a genius. But uh, something's also probably wrong with you. You know what I'm saying? Or, if you or somebody don't have a Facebook account, I'll... 
or you're a teenager and you only on Snapchat and IG. I mean, yeah, you probably you could be on Snapchat sending out dictures. That's possible. But at the same time, though, even kids that stay, stay on Snapchat sending out dictures, a lot of times they still have a Facebook account that they have. It is not on there. Um, and that's kind of weird True. that Facebook is so dominant in culture that you don't have one that people think you're weird. But anyway, while you're at it, click on the follow <laughs> follow button to get updates and reminders about the show. We'll be taking questions and reading posts from all over social media as well as our group chat. Um, as we go through with the show, to call and speak with us, dial the Digital Extreme Technologies hotline. That number is 323-410-0012. Press 1 when prompted. If you're already listening from your phone, press 1 if you want to talk, and we will bring you on at this point. So anybody listening that wants to talk, I saw some people hang up. But if you want to come back on, press your button, you know, we'll bring you back on. I want to talk about some things that happen. Oh, matter of fact, let's bring this call on real quick. I think this is, a, you know, a Rob calling out Cali. Rob. Yo, Faith. All right, well, looks like he uh he hung up as well. Rob, he yeah. was he was calling, but you know I called him. Anyway, yeah, yeah. I don't know what's up with you, Rob. I tried to bring you on, but that's on you, good brother. Anyway, um, it's time to talk about things that happened this week while you were on a grind, and that is brought to you by Sports the Book. If you're tired of reading the same old sports book with the same old sports list, put them all down. Pick up Sports the Book. Greatest sports book ever written. Get it at sportsthebook.com or right from our hub, which is worldroomsports.com. But we have to talk about what happened this week while you cats were on the Grizznai, my man Scrappy would say. Why you on the Grizznai? You know what I'm saying? Um, anyway, Ben Simmons believes he was racially profiled at a casino in Australia. Here's what's interesting, right? Um in my quest for international greatness and world domination, I was actually in Australia this past year. And when I was in Australia, That's they talked weird. about Ben Simmons as if he was a nas- as if he was a national hero to the point where in um both Melbourne and well, I learned it's not Melbourne, it's Melbourne in both Melbourne and Sydney, my man had murals. So it was interesting to hear. He said he was racially profiled at a casino. You know what I'm saying? They racially profiled the light skinned brothers like that. Um but I heard that it didn't happen, and he's out there promoting something, and he uses this as a way to promote whatever film he's got going on. What do you think about this? I mean, they act like Australia ain't in America. Well, it's not in America. They act like it's not in the, uh, this world. This world is racist. <laughs> Don't you see here no Act like Australia, not America. <laughs> yo, <laughs> yo, act like Atlanta. Yo, act like Atlanta in America. They don't give a fuck. And, yo, for yeah. those who don't catch that reference, yo, just yo, kill, kill yourself, one or the other. Yo, um, but anyway, man, yo, what do you think about you this? Know you my, think he was just promoting something? Or you think he really got discriminated against? Yeah, he was definitely just promoting something, yo. He like he's a pork eater too, man. Like, come on, man, you can't. Shout out to Marquise Goodwin. <laughs> Wide receiver for the uh, San Francisco 49ers. Yo, shout out to you. You and I, if you're listening, which you do listen to the show, you know why I'm shouting you out. You a good brother. And some of y'all understand, some of y'all won't. It's, it's not incumbent upon me. As the God, Muhammad Ali said, your opinion of me is none of my business. But, um, no, nah, I, think, I think he was just promoting something. I think that. He's learning from his Kardashian connections. Um, you got to use what you got to get what you want. And he ain't got a jump shot, so he can't promote that. So you got to promote what he can promote. 
utilizing race dating to do so. My thing is, we are talking about him, so maybe his promotion was clutch. Bars. But, um, Shout out to Rich Paul. Paul is rich. Yeah. Light bar. <laughs> That's light. But, yo, um, shout out to Ben Simmons, man, because I don't want to hear more about this. I'd rather see a jump shot in the Summer League because the Summer League photos are funny. But one thing i tell you, he got if his jump shot does start falling, as if it is on every no. clip they show, right? I'm embarrassed. Still ugly I'm as hell. He got the ugliest jump shot, yo. I'm embarrassed, and 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 I'm only bringing this up because I know how much you frequent YouTube, so I don't have to be embarrassed in front of you because you probably do it too. But yo, why are you taking Rico Hines' run so seriously and ball his life, man? Why? <laughs> yo, I mean, yo, you know, I think I think I think Dylan did it last week as well. Like, listen, man, listen, man, listen. Them jokes be no. looking lit. Like, I ain't gonna hold you, man. Like, yo. He be like, killing. Yo, they lose. Yo, honestly, I watched the game. Some of them Jones look better than uh, the regular season game. Yo, Trey Young out there looking like he possessed. Yo, and you, yes. you definitely know I spent way too much time on YouTube and IG. I spent most of my life on those two platforms, ball, ball. man. I'm going to hell. But anyway. Like, 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 like John DeMarco. And yo, Dev, and um, the, the, the rebel dad from the chat room brings up a good point, too. But your man Ben Simmons talked about being racially profiled. Then he went in there and spent money in the casino after they uh, allegedly profiled him. So maybe he was just a <laughs> man. Lying. Although some of you, you some, of, some of you Libyans out there got a problem though, right? Like I saw a status today, right? It kind of bothered me. The chick was talking about how she was walking in the store or something, and the lady, uh, the lady saw her and clutched her bag. She was like her and her mom and her husband or something. The lady clutched her bag. She was like, so I showed her. I just pay for her meal to show her that I could boss up. I'm like, hold up. Whoa. That's not gangster. What's gangsters? What's gangsters? <laughs> Gang- your bag and getting your meal paid for. You got that, you got that backwards. Somebody Yo. else used that logic, too. When they, um, they got, who was it that used that logic? It was somebody. It was another athlete, I think, used that logic. When they, um, they allegedly oh, got man. fouled around the store. That's called, so that's they, like, called went, called so they, like, went in the store. That's called seeking approval and validation from your master. And oppressor. Yeah. F out of here. I mean, well, I mean, I mean, truth be told, most of them were trying to euro identify anyway. But, but what I'm saying is, it was another athlete. Is it the athlete or rapper? One of the two that got like racially profiled at a, a department store, and their response was to go in and spend like 50 racks just to prove a point. But you know, so maybe Ben Simmons was on that. Like, y'all want to profile me? I'm gonna show you I'm a boss. Like, cause, cause some of y'all really believe that's the way to go, but. You know, I ain't saying I ain't saying that I would ever, ever do this, but allegedly back in the day, somebody that looked like me would have thought, Oh, so that's what you think? Well then give me your perk, give it up. But I'm just (laughs) (laughs) yo, man, I gotta get your opinion on this next uh this this next story right here, man. I know you follow uh FIBA basketball or FIBA but I know you pronounce it as FIBA. Some people say FIBA, FIBA, whatever you want to call it. Um, but there's a player, by the way, by the name of DJ Cooper. And he was suspended uh, because of his drug test. His drug test didn't show that he was on drugs. It showed that he was pregnant. Now, he allegedly um, was trying to pass this drug test 
so he took the urine of his girlfriend, and um, they didn't know that she was pregnant, but that's how they got the news because he tested his <laughs> being pregnant. Now, now you ain't got no job, and your girl pregnant, and you out here smoking the ooh wee sticky icky, and putting your job in yeah. jeopardy. Clown. Yep. It's like it should be a no other reason you did that. Of yourself. There's no other reason he would have did that. He is no is no other reason he would have did that unless he was out there smoking that wedding cake. And he was like, Look, I ain't got no choice. He probably thought he didn't get away with it, but that's a hell of a way to find out, right? Oh man, he had to know that he was gonna like go uh go go viral with that, that decision once he did it. You know, I'm sitting here in the war wagon, just thinking to myself that in 2019 August, Donald Trump is the president of the United States. <laughs> <laughs> yo man, yo, that's just hilarious. No. It is funny when you think about it that way, because you think about it. Like, could you imagine someone who was, like, in a coma woke up? Like, the apprentice boy? Yeah. Oh, that's a yeah. reality. That I'm is in nothing, a coma. That is nothing, gonna wake that is nothing and be to like that. Nothing, man. Yo, um, shout, out to, shout out to the old ownery old, old dude, Bernie Sanders. I was watching an interview with him today, and he was saying that um, the board changed politics for the worst, like, forever now. He was a that's why he hates the debates because the debates at this point are nothing but a reality show. So, like they try yeah. to press you by telling you to go in there and I say this per- soundbite. You're not really discussing per- issues. You're trying to get soundbites. Hyperbole and, and hot take. I know that came from nowhere. I know that came from nowhere, but yo, you know, it's a hot take. You gotta yo, that's my guy. Yo, Bernie is my guy in a sense that every almost everything he says, I believe and I bang with. I just couldn't vote for him because he old. I couldn't vote for Bull because he's yo, yo, he's not gonna make it. He's not gonna yo, make Bernie it. Bernie is just mad right now. Every time I see the ball, he's just ultra angry. Like he wasn't like this last time. Like and I guess you will be pissed if you they if they stole the election from you, but that's either here nor there, man. Yo, Listen, I want to just birthday shout mad, out real quick. And the birthday He's mad. The birthday shout out to both of you by uh whoever wants to sponsor hit us up so you can sponsor this birthday segment. But um definitely gotta give some birthday it's shout my out. Birthday. Danilo Gallinari turns 31. Roger Federer, 38. Rashard Lewis. Remember Rashard Lewis? Turns 40. Bruce Yo, do Matthews. I remember Rashard Lewis? Rashard Lewis tearing the victory apart. <laughs> Yo, the town. Jerry, Jerry Tarkini and the Shark. Rest in power to him. Also, we want to Rest give a big peace. birthday shout out to... Paul Tyrone Johnson the fifth. Our brother PJ just had his uh his, his firstborn son yesterday. Um, who's the fifth? Oh man! And I told PJ, congratulations. I don't know about y'all, but I don't know any other black person that's the fifth. Like, you know, that's something we do. That like, that's crazy. The fifth. I got four. I One, got a fourth. Four. I got a fourth in my family, but not a fifth. Oh, do you? Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I ain't got no fourth. I ain't got no fourth. King Carl. You know, my family got credit issues. My, my family got credit issues, so we switched them names up. But that's either here nor there, man. We definitely want to give all people. 
a, a birthday shout out. But listen, real quick, to call in and speak with us about any of these topics we talked about thus far, you can do that by calling 323-410-0012. All right, so listen, man, we got some more hot topics, which are brought to you by Digital Extreme Technologies. Do you or your business need a custom website? Well, for dynamic, professional, and most of all, affordable custom website solutions, you have to hit up Digital Extreme Technologies. There's no need to break the bank. They hook you up with a mean, mean website that's only yours. You know what I mean? It's not one of them Wix sites or anything like that. How do you get in touch with them, you ask? I'm glad you asked. Just go to extremetech.com or call 267-205-4203. And you want to get a discount, say, yo, I heard about it on the world. They said I can get a discount on this website. Um, if you're a lady of the evening, you get a special discount for that as well. You know what I'm saying? Um, tell them that uh, you know, Jimmy sent you from War Room. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, shout out to y'all out there doing y'all job. But that's 267 <laughs> Yo, if y'all don't get that, that's on y'all, yo. Promo code Don DeMarco. That's, that's hilarious, Kurt. Yo, that, that's definitely a Don DeMarco right there. That's hilarious. But listen, Digital Extreme Technologies, 267-205-4203, digitalextremetech.com. Oh, man, but it's definitely time to talk about some more hot topics. So, man, oh, man, what did you think about this? Uh, did you see the uh, NBA All-Decade team? Did you uh, see that? Yeah, I did. I beg, Vaguely, I didn't pay much attention because I was offended uh, by where the son of Jordan was put. But, uh, yeah, I think I saw well, that, that. That's That's where – yeah, that's the, that was all the controversy was where Kobe being Bryant was. So you, you felt as though that was disrespect to him. Yes, but I'm biased. So here's here's where I'll go with this. If I had to give Kobe a decade, meaning because he came into the league in, what, 97? His decade probably yeah. was 2000 through 2010. But I just feel him being the son of Jordan, you can't put him third team, period. He's just – so I I feel like I may be being biased and, and a little silly because was he deserving of a first team nod for 2010 through 2018, 2017? I guess he was when he retired. He's probably mm-hmm. in the right space, but I'm offended. So at least right, I'm so, telling you all I'm biased. All right, so for the tens, the first team was uh, Steph Curry, James Harden, LeBron, Raymond James, Kevin Durant, and Kawhi Leonard. All right, so that's correct. Maybe Kawhi, maybe throw to Kawhi, but that's that's correct. I don't have a problem with the first team. Okay, all right, cool. Yeah, that's cool. All right, so let's go to the second team. We got Chris Paul, Russell Westbrook, Anthony Davis, Blake Griffin, and Carmelo. Yo, that's crazy. I'm gonna leave that He's on the second of the tens. Like we're not even out of the tens yet. He's second team in the tens, and he can't get a run. And another thing about this is, um, just me personally, I'm glad they gave Blake his due because Blake is one of those guys who's having an amazing career. But it's just the fact that he's gonna be overshadowed by a lot of the guy that he plays like. Yo, hard, Jimmy, are you watching him play? Have you watched him play in Detroit? 
Have you watched him play in Detroit? Yeah. He still yo, does he, you know, he still gets his numbers and does his thing. You know, yo, so he is I'm still the Yeah. He's going to be one of those guys. He's going to be overshadowed by, um, you know, all the guys that played around him. Uh, I call that um, my Terry Cummings player. Not that he's as good. I think he's better than Terry Cummings. But Terry Cummings was an amazing player, but he never got his props because, I mean, he played doing Barkley, Malone, Jordan. <laughs> Don't know why I have this. He played in a time with the, arguably the greatest team ever assembled. All those dudes played during his era. So, um, but salute to Blake Griffin, though. Um, and Melo, that's just interesting that Melo made that, but still can't get a run. Um, third team, we got D Wade, Kobe Bean Bryant, Paul George, Lamarcus Aldridge, and Giannis, and the Kumpo. So, but most no, of the Giannis Yeah, I agree. That's that's kind of a draw. Like you know, they already crowned him though. He's already been crowned, so chalk it up. But um, I just think that it's in, well. First of all, also they gave Lamarcus Aldridge. I'm just dope too that he got it because he's another one of those guys who's quiet. You know what I mean? But he got his little yo, nod right yo. here. I didn't even know Lamarcus so Aldridge was still in the. Re- <laughs> he plays for uh, Shout to our brother Savad. He's on that, you know, that little quiet team down there in San Antonio. But uh, but listen, the Kobe, the Kobe debate, because that's what all of the uh, controversy was around Kobe. You know what I'm saying? Like Dev thinks that um, Aldridge and Giannis should re- be replaced by Dirt. Um, I agree. Let's, 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 let me look. Up, let me look up Dirk's career in the tens. When did Dirk and them win the chip? What year was that when Dirk and them won the chip? Uh, was that 14 or 13? 14 or 11? I'm not sure. Uh, I guess so. I guess if it was around that time, that's in the 10s. Yeah, Dirk, Dirk, Dirk. Let's see what Dirk's numbers look like uh, in the 10s. Because, like, if that's the case, all right, so the 10s, we talk about 2010 on. Dirk was 23, 21, 17, 21. Yo, Dirk's last couple of years is kind of suspect. I don't know. Yo, yo not Dirk's a suspect. Like, yo, Dirk just said it too. The joint's off the earth. Now, you said that was two thousand. That was twenty eleven when they won that chip. Okay. It's crazy to look at Dirk's numbers because, like, yo, he fell off a cliff. Yo, he's Tim Duncan these last couple of years. Yo, last year Dirk averaged seven and three. He ever seven more points and didn't want to retire than I did, and didn't want to retire. <laughs> yo, and then yo, and then had the nerve to try to act like he wasn't going to retire. They they gave you every hint known to man. Like yo, they threw a parade for you, gave you gifts. He's like, yo, I don't know, I don't know why y'all doing that. Yo, yo, Mar- on the low, on the low, I can't prove this. I can't prove this, but I think Mark Cuban paid him to go away. I think I think Mark Cuban's still paying. <laughs> Yeah, we went from dirt to being a team to dirt trash. But yo, um, who who got snubbed from? I'm trying to think who got snubbed from this. The tens, right? Yo, I've been forgetting how long Steph's been in the league. I forgot Steph played with Monte, like Monte rather back in, like or Monta is his real name, Monta Ellis. Like I forgot Steph played with him. 
um, we used to call that the Call of Duty backcourt because they used to just like let it go. Or was that when Monte moved to the Bucks and played with Brandon Jennings? No, that was that was when my that was when Monte was there with with Steph and they was letting it fly. I forgot he'd been there. Like I forgot he'd been there that long. Cause how long has Clay been in the league? Clay can't make this team though. Clay came two years or three years after. Yo, Giannis is a little bit drawn though. Like that's a little drawn. Giannis only been here for two years. So who's won MVPs, right? So let me see some. Who's won MVPs in in his ten? Um, LeBron got all like damn near all of them. James Harden and Steph Curry. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. I'm sitting there trying to figure out like who are the the winners of the MVPs. Just trying to figure out like of art. Did they did they try to just put every MVP from the tens within there? Yeah, Dev said freak wasn't it's still last year. The crazy thing about the freak though, his numbers have literally went up every year, which is dope. Like every like literally every year. All right, so. Giannis, James Harden, they're both on there. Russell Westbrook, Steph, Steph, Kevin Durant's on there. LeBron, LeBron. Ooh, there's only one person who's won an MVP in the tens that's not on this, any of these teams. Derrick Rose. Be awesome. That's it. That's exactly it. Derrick Rose is the only person to win an MVP in this time frame, not to make this squad. Dang. That's tough, guys. That's tough. Yo, the, the Derrick Rose 30 for 30 is going to be fire. I ain't mad at that. I'm Damn. a Derrick Rose fan, but he don't belong on that team. He don't belong on that team. Yeah, yeah. All right, so would you make an argument for Clay? Clay came in the league in 2011. Would you put Clay there over Giannis? Nope. I mean, Clay scores a million points without dribbling, though. Yo, Clay scores 60 points and only touched the ball for 11 seconds in the game. (laughs) So, so you wouldn't put Clay over Giannis? So, is there anybody that you would put over Giannis? People, help us out here. Who would you put in over Giannis? I mean, Dev tried with Dirk, but uh, Dirk trash. So, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm sitting looking at some names, man. I just don't know. I just don't know, man. It is what it is, man. Anyway, man, let's move on, man. Um, what do you think about Kawhi? Before I move, what do you think about Kawhi being on the first team? It's probably too high, but yo, the last the last three years, four years, yo, Kawhi been that bull, man. Kawhi. I, mean, I don't. I don't mind. He has, but I mean, because if he considered he set out last year, I mean, you know. All right, I got a better question for you, man. I got a better question for you. So, um, Udonis Haslam, right? Who is a Florida yes. legend? He's from Florida. Play, play. For way more than way more Miami. basketball. Sold Yo, a lot of. Never not, mind. Go ahead. <laughs> Udonis Haslam is returning to the Miami Heat for his 17th season, although my man barely gets in the game at this point. Why are they keeping him around? So my question to you is this. I, 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 I have to answer. Pat I, I, or, 
does he put in does he put in work on the street for Pat Riley? Like is he is like yeah. you know, one of his yeah. capos in the street? Yeah. What's what's going on? Yes. Listen, there's certain cats that people feel uncomfortable telling them that their services are no longer needed because they can't beat his response would be, Well, if you could beat me then I'll move I'll leave the bench. But if you can't beat me then pay me my check and shut up. And that's exactly how that conversation is. Udonis hasn't contributed in so long. But the crazy part is, I think upon his retirement, they're definitely going to give him a jersey. He's going to be, he's going to be, uh, his jersey will be like raised to the Raptors with Zoe, D-Wade, and all the other like Miami Heat legends. You agree or disagree with that? I have another question for you, though. Speaking of that, do you think my man is in Zoe do <laughs> you think LeBron James will get his jersey retired by the Heat? Mm. <sighs> it should. It should. It should. Yes. You say, oh, that, that's shocking. You say it should. You actually say it should. Yeah. He won two. And they don't win two without him. True. I'm absolutely not. I mean, he he's the, he is the face of the Cleveland franchise, so that goes without being said. They're going to Hall of Fame as a Cavalier, regardless of what he does in L.A. But that's interesting. What do you guys think of the chat? Do you think LeBron should have his jersey retired as a Heatle? Yo, Dev said that Udonis is ass and a half, and he's been that way since always. But, you know, once Pat Riley dies, he's done. So we'll see. How about this one? Also, another, yeah, yeah. another, another little comment from the chat. I see Scott, you and Dev are talking about Dane Dollar. What about Dane Dollar being put on that team? Dane Dollar came in the league in 2012, and he averaged a dub from the gate. Uh, close. I put him on before I put Clay on, but nope. He don't get on either. Damn. Dev and I That's might hate man. on Clay because he can't dribble. Damn, Clay might Yo. Clay might be better than than I give him credit for. Well, here's my question to you: Do we even know whether Clay can dribble? <laughs> Clay dribble. Yeah. Clay might got a yo-yo. Like we don't know. Nah, don't Clay know. don't got a when yo-yo. You shoot that way. Listen, when you shoot that way, you don't have to be able to dribble. People are so afraid nah. of you pulling up that nah. you could have a. You can have a half-ass dribble and still be like, you know, dominant. Uh, right. Every everybody involved with the war room has had a handle at some level. We've 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 all been able. Some of us are are, are shooters, but dr- being able to dribble is like having power. You can't have that superpower and not use it. You can't. Well, he got another superpower that's just as deadly. He's probably the best shooter in the whole league in the whole world. Right. The best shooter. If you're the best shooter in the world, even if you got a superb handle, he's sticking to the script. He don't. He don't was getting him a max contract. My man ran down the court and pulled got, up from twenty from twenty eight like it was okay, and there was no one between him and the best. Dog. That shit the went boy, through. When so, I watch him play, you watch him play. Every time he pulls up, I'm assuming that it's going in. Hmm. It ain't too many players in the history of the game that I've literally yo, felt that way about. When Clay, yo, when Clay misses more than two shots in a row, 
I start asking, like, what's wrong? They need to check the rim. The rim is not right. It needs to be fixed. Yo, I, I get scared team. for the other team because if he misses two shots in a row, that means that he's liable to go off and make six in a row. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I so bang I, with boy. He drink beer after the game. <laughs> Yo, I just don't know. I don't know if he can actually make that team though. That team is tough, man. But I, the whole Kobe thing to me was interesting because Kobe has his highs, and they were snapping about him making it. But Kobe is one of those guys that like, what, what, where do you put him at? Like the two thousands, I guess two thousand or two thousand ten would be his I already know what the objective counter to Kobe being higher than three is, and that objective counter is probably correct. I'm just not, I'm just not here for it. So if you're going to make that counter argument, I really don't have nothing to say. But you're wrong, and I don't even know why you're wrong. But Kobe just can't be 13 nothing. Yeah. Okay. So you said that he can't be 13 nothing, huh? So we're talking about if we're talking about like the 2000 to 2010, then he's definitely on yeah. there. I mean, you would have him show. Who, who else did you have on that team right there? That's on the top of your head. What the 20, the 2000 and 2010? Mm-hmm. Uh, Bubba, Matt, Tim, Bubba, Matt, Tim. I mean, Dirk. Dirk would make Dirk would make that. Yo, LeBron. Yo, LeBron. LeBron makes that over he might Max. Make both. He does. He does. He makes that over Max first team. That's another. Yo, that's another interesting Max. debate. You gave me a couple of things I gotta cook up, man. For one, I got to cook up. I got to cook up the Reggie Miller versus Ray Allen to see people, because I know what people are going to say. They're going to say, is this even a real question? And they're going to start disrespecting Reggie Miller. Yo, um, yo, yo, Reggie's better than Ray, period, point blank. And, it's, and it has nothing to do with skill, right. talent, and ability. Ray is a hoe. And Reggie is not. <laughs> yo, I'm going to tag you on the post. Like, this is, this is, uh, <laughs> Yo, Ray Allen. Ray Allen. Ray Allen kisses men. Not that there's anything wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. But he just doesn't admit it, and that's not a good thing. You have to be honest. I'm gonna put your name to that. You say that. You say that. Red. You say that Reggie Miller is a better player than Ray Allen. That's you really believe that, right? Yes. Okay. Okay. All right. Cool. Because I'm. I'm a. I'm gonna let you defend that because I know some people are gonna come out the woodwork to try to get at you on that. Um, that's the oh, one. What thing, do you think, right? So the other thing I'm thinking about now is how many players, right? We talk about all decade teams. How many players yeah. make multiple all decade teams? There's not too many players that can make multiple all decade teams. Mike, Mike, Mike makes three. That's a, get the, hold up, Mike makes what? What decade? Mike makes. <laughs> Mike makes three decades, cuz. Come on, cuz. <laughs> he makes three decades. Yo. He makes three decades. 80. Come on, cuz. He cut it out, man. You, you the problem. He makes, wait, hold on. He makes the 80s because he left the earth in the 80s and didn't come down until he wanted to. He makes the 90s because he is the 90s. 
he makes the 2013 because I never saw a 40-year-old score 50. He scored 50 and he was middle age. Cut it out, man. Yo, he was middle mm-hmm. age. Nah, he was middle age, man. Thirteen. A couple, a couple, a couple comments in the chat room, um, and I, of course, like he does said that he got Reggie over Ray, so Ray is more talented. Um, and Scotty says Reggie Miller is the sole reason that he watches the last eight seconds of every game. Um, he still <laughs> keeps. He still keeps Ray. Yo, yo, let me be clear. Ray Allen is probably one of the most talented and skilled basketball players that ever walked the face of the universe. Period. That's what makes it even worse. That's okay. what makes that's what makes Reggie better. The fact that Ray is that talented oh, okay. and all he wanted to do is be somebody's sidekick and stand in a corner. Yo, he yo, he's a hoe. I'm sorry, excuse me. But that's interesting though, guys. That, that's, that's interesting. That's something I want to think about as we go off and do some research. I got to see how many people can make multiple all-decade teams. Like, I, I'm not saying Brian is in the class by itself, because Kareem probably could, too, but we got to look at that. But uh, real quick, though, we got Yo. Rob calling in from Cali. Yo, Rob, what's up, cuz? Yo, what's good, man? It's your boy, Big Rob, a.k.a. Yo, man, don't make... Don't make hot summer the hot summer, man. You know what I'm saying? Wrap it up. That's all I got to say. What's good, man? How y'all doing? Oh! What's good, Rob? Rob coming from wrapping it up. What's up, man? Yo, What's man, you, up? Know, uh, you, know, uh, you know, you know, you know, Dev out there in Cali, man. You got to show Dev where to get the uh, tacos at. Don't even ask how. <laughs> tacos. Yeah. Tacos. Yo, I, I, would show, I would show y'all good top of y'all married. So that's all I got to say, man. Uh, but what's up, man? Very serious, though. Yo, um, Rob, what's good, man? Oh, what's good, man? I mean, I, I heard, I heard what y'all was saying about uh, a lot, a lot about the basketball thing. Uh, all I gotta say about the reparations, which, which was the thing, but I like the word he said was fair. It's just I think. Is, is when we get to that point, hopefully in Congress we get to that point. Uh, it's just like in business, don't ever take the first offer. You know, you know we need some land, we need some substantial, we need something to grow on. You know, um, I know these ADOS people, <coughs> Tobias wants to say, uh, you know, wow. cut the check, cut the check, Ooh. cut the check. Yeah, we don't, we, we don't want to cut no check. This ain't welfare, uh, man. We want something substantial. I hear where you're going. It's all logical, and it makes a lot of sense. But, Rob, let's go to Africa, brother. Trust me. I'm, I'm there, there, there. Hold up, though. Hold up, though. One of y'all, one of y'all microphones sound crazy. I don't know what y'all is, but it's a bunch of background noise. All I'm saying is this, though. Rob, that's Rob in the bedroom. Oh. That was just... Hello? All right, Rob sounds crazy. You hear us, guys? I hear y'all. I hear y'all. But 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 but, but real quick, real quick, because I know you got shut down. I got I got I got I got to leave. All I gotta say is this: with the NBA, the NBA All Star team, whoever made that list should be drug tested. Should be drug tested. It should be held in a mental institution for Punk Kobe Bryant the third. Well, you got James Harden. James Harden is a flopper. 
who doesn't even know how to dress, who is probably dyslexic, a dyslexic flopper. Rob, Rob, I can't let you do that. I, I, I'm with you. Kobe doesn't belong on the third. Here's the thing. James Harden has You gotta put, you gotta put it in proper context, man. Like we talking about the tennis, I mean, though. we talk about the last decade. Kobe ain't played the last decade. Years, the, the the last decade the last decade people were still asking who's better Kobe or LeBron like he was still up there hanging no, they they yeah Rob Rob yeah, Kobe Rob, retired Kobe retired Kobe retired in the sixties for the last three years so if we subtract that Kobe only really dominated. For three years in this in this decade, but I'm willing to put him higher than the third team just because of what he means to ball and the fact that yo he was still Kobe and could summon Kobe when he needed to, and other cats can't. Yeah. So I give him. I guess I feel, I give I him feel second. differently because first of all, he was injured. Part of that is his injury and all that. Like Kobe was making content at this point, man. Kobe, listen, man. I think I. I mean, to me, honestly, like. If they left him off the list, that wouldn't have shocked me either. That's not his decade. That's the way I look at it. This is not his decade. Now, the decade before, if you don't put him on that list, then something's wrong with him. Then you should be drug tested. Um, yeah. Hopefully, the drug test will come back with you being pregnant. <laughs> DeMarco, yo, um, I, I, I can't disagree with you, but I'm, I'm going to put him. I'm going to leave him on. I'm, I'm going to put him second. Man, he dropped 60 and walked off. Dropped the mic. Yeah, yeah. So we putting cats up there for one game now? Like, come on, man. That's what we do here, man. Anyway, man, listen. Um, <laughs> One other thing I want to talk about is your man Tom Brady, man. Tom Brady signed a two-year extension. Now, Tom Brady is a million years old, right? And he signed another, mm-hmm. another extension on his contract. What do you think about Brady signing a two-year extension? Um, I think it's fine because they only guaranteed eight million, and they only guaranteed one year. So even though they put all that money on that contract, he's not going to see all of that. And I think right now, as the ink was drying, no, before the pen was handed to Tom, Belichick was in Kraft's ear and in Kraft's office talking about, "Yo, we need to cut this guy. We need to trade him." Belichick has been trying to get rid of Brady for the last four years. The last four years, Belichick's been trying. And I think at some point that's going to happen. I think that this contract was Robert Kraft's compromise. Robert Kraft left to his own devices and his own, um, and his own masseuses probably would have given Brady three years and guaranteed, I don't know, $24 million, $30 million. Right, a ridiculous contract. Right, I peeped this. Right? Everybody else in the I organization this, was like, "Yo, no, we can't do that." Go ahead. Now, here's what I want you to peep. Here's what I want you to peep. Right. So, under this new deal, he's going to make 23 million this season, which is eight million more than what he was slated to receive on his previous deal. 30 million in 2020, and 32 million in 2021. Now, here's what's interesting about that. Right. If he got paid this entire contract, the average salary per year on this new contract would be twenty-eight point three million. 
Um, so I don't know if you you caught that, but twenty eight to three, which was the lead the Falcons had over the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Some people say Tom Brady and it was literally <laughs> they say Tom Brady was trolling the contract, trolling the Falcons about a twenty eight to three lead, even with the fact of his contract. Yo. I don't know how true that is, but you know the fact that you know it kind of works out that way is a little bit hilarious to me. So oh if you are true, Tom Brady, then you, know, you are the goat for that reason alone. I mean, you can't be the goat though because you wear UGGs. My goat can't wear UGGs. That's just what it is, man. You know what I'm saying not to not to not the boots though. I ain't gonna front though. Some UGG slippers is kind of fire, but you, he don't wear them. But anyway, man. 28-3. Shout Yo. out to all the Falcons fans out there, man. It wasn't no slander. I'm just showing you what this boy Tom Brady did. That's all. Yo, if, you, uh, if you're if you drafting right now, today, knowing what you know about both, who are you taking, Brady or uh, Elway? Um, with all things being equal, I'm still taking Elway. Mm-hmm. Okay. If, I, if, I'm, if I'm able wow. to put Elway behind, behind that system – because I think he his skill set, I think he has uh, more skills. The only quarterback that, that makes me question um, whether I would take Elway over them is probably Aaron Rodgers because he just – Oh, Dumbledore. He ain't from here. He ain't yeah, from he here. Yeah, he's not so from around here. I've never – and I, yeah. I've told people that last year. Like, I've never seen a more skilled quarterback. But the thing about general quarterbacks is crazy is because there's so much that goes into it. Like, when you really oh. appreciate the game of football, you understand how – how many moving pieces there are, I need, and how even Aaron, a defense, even a defense, can affect the quarterback. I need Aaron to win two more. I need Aaron to win two more because people look at us crazy when we say that he's the best of all time. Because of the difference between best and greatest, skill set, talent, ability, there's no one that walked the earth. John Elway is in the same category. With Aaron Rodgers, but to me, he's like a John modern day version. When you talk about their skill set, you talk about their skill set. He's like he's like a modern day like he's he's more more tuned up to me like more in tune because he moves more fluid. I mean he he's he's a modern day version. He's a new and improved. He's like two point oh. Yo, I, John Elway ran a four Elway, six. Elway got two. John Elway, John Elway ran a black man's forty time. Um, but <laughs> I. I and I look at Marino. Marino had everything that Rodgers and Elway had, uh, upper body. He just couldn't walk, let alone run. Yeah. But anyway, man, it's time for us to get out of here, good brother, man. So, listen, no man, we appreciate all the support that you guys have been showing us throughout the years. And I just want to keep saying that because this is episode 479. People don't know how crazy it is, the amount of work that we put into making this happen. But we definitely appreciate all the love and support you guys give us. So thank you for joining us for another episode. Shout out to everybody in the chat room, Facebook, Twitter, um, everybody in the group chat. We definitely appreciate it. All the calls we called and got through, we appreciate it. Those we couldn't get to, we apologize. Be awesome was cutting up, dropping in bars. Tune in next week, live right here. As we catch up on everything happening around the world of sports. So until then, enjoy your weekend. Enjoy the time next week, and we'll see you right back here. Catch everything we do at the hub, which is warroomsports.com. Also, if you don't have my book yet, kill yourself, but before you do, go get it. You get it from our hub, which is warroomsports.com. Listen, until next time, everybody, don't accept the Be steadfast in the war against ignorance, and we shall see you chump on top. Uh-huh.
tune to Jimmy. Know the blueprint. Yo, every Thursday, six to eight, they do this. Shout out to Dez, PJ, Be Austin, Doc Bay on replay. War Room Sports. Dot com. Get that mobile app. It's not dialed. Three two three smoking double O twelve. They be going and you sensitive then oh well. Yeah. Physical podcast, the tough sports. Showtime like magic in the block push. Magic looking alive. Push one to join in. Rip your team or listen for your enjoyment. Hip hop dollars, pit stop and knowledge. Should be in sports credits. I ain't talking college. Five guys, no beef though. Corporate secrets, but the streets know. Bellafani, I got a G flow. KC, royalty, I'm in beast mode. Two hours, get your game up. Who's the best in sports cast? You better name us. What real sports? Sports, www.warroomsports.com. What? Ain't no more to it.